When you're known, but not known, by those close to your home, you can walk down the street, you may happen to meet, a friend to you and a friend to me, she's a hyper-local celebrity, it's Sam, it's me. actress in a comedy in 1962 and don't you forget it sam hickman habitual liar um hello dear friends as you can tell by my wonderful dulcet tones this morning i'm not sick i'm not sick of the mouth i'm sick of the butt but i'm not sick of the mouth anymore um so this week has been kind of um one of those weeks where you're like oh a lot of my work is not paid <laughs> well no i think i've gotten to the point in my career where I kind of stopped accepting like unless it's something that my friends ask me to do or unless it's something that is really like important to me or something where I feel like I am the only person I am the only person who can help because everyone else is inferior um then I'll do it for free otherwise um otherwise it's like no you're gonna pay me I'm sorry um but like this week um this week has literally been quite a quite a sort of empty week in terms of gigs um paid gigs but i did sing at the ice Deadfoot yesterday um and <laughs> here is my journey towards that starting at monday um so monday i kind of i recorded a little bit so i was like um so i looked at booking the studio and it was going to be like 140 pounds for the day um and i looked at trying to kind of the sheer amount of organizational skill that I would need to get about eight people in a room together for an entire day to do this recording and also do a rehearsal beforehand um and the amount of work that would take is insane that's like that's that's more like luck at this point it's more like oh are you free this Thursday all day and it's kind of it's asking a lot of people um so I'm and also because I spent all my money um, I um decided that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try and do it all from my studio um and then I'm just gonna get people to drop in and record and that means that I can send them the tracks that I have beforehand so that they can rehearse to the tracks and then come in and just bash it out in like 20 minutes um which is really good i think that's just a sensible way of doing it i don't have that much money and i'm poor and i spent all my money this week because i was like procrastinating on monday and i was like i should change my car insurance um and so i looked at changing my car insurance and it was really like i'm a lot cheaper and i was like oh i could just i could just spend all my money now um and then i could and then it would be exponentially cheaper i'm saving so much money um so i'm saving hundreds of pounds uh <laughs> But I have spent all of my money um, But it's fine Because I'm going on tour next week With music and hospitals For the entire week Which is going to be great um, I'm doing It's a lot of old people's homes Which Like old people Are my target demographic Like anyone above the age of 60 Is like Every single song I play They know And it's wonderful And it's like Ah oh, yes Another jazz standard And I'm like Phew um, but on the last day I'm playing a children's concert 
Um, so that's going to be a challenge for everyone involved. Um, so on Tuesday, I went busking. Um, so I'm trying to, as, as I've said in previous, in previous apps of the party, I'm just trying to stay in the habit like an old woman who shoplifts. I'm just sort of trying to, trying to keep in the habit. Um, although I did read a Wales Online article about a grandmother. It was like, grandmother gets fined for shoplifting. And it was like, a grandmother aged 39. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Good grief. Um, yeah, so that was... Because I remember my mom... Because my mom's from Blenavon. And she would say whenever we used to visit... Um, and she was kind of like in her in her 40s, in her late 30s, early 40s then, I think mid-40s then, she was like, yeah, I know my friends who are great-grandmothers now. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's, that's a different, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. I don't think I want to spend that much time with, with that many children. I thought about this the other day, because I was like, I think I'd like to, like, I wouldn't like to adopt in my, in my 40s or have children in my 40s. I feel like I'd like to have children in my 50s. And then I only have about mm, 20-ish years of being useful. And I'm there for, like, the important ones. And then they just get a chunk of money into their 30s. And that's how they'll survive late-stage late capitalism. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a freelance musician. They'll get nothing. Um, so... On Wednesday, I went back to laser. Um, so I figured out this week that laser hair removal is essentially my version of church for other people. You know, when people are like, and then I finally went back to God. Um, yeah, that's that's laser hair removal for me because I had it done about four years ago. I started and I had eight sessions done over the space of two years. And then I sort of, we bought the house and I was like, I don't have any money because it was like, a thousand pounds the first time I went and did it which like honestly I think I think laser hair removal is like somewhere between a cult and not a cult because like when you get into it it gets a lot cheaper because I went and I booked in the sessions this time around and it was 200 pounds and I was like oh my god really like why did I procrastinate so long doing this um but I think the the nurse like burnt uh, burnt my little mole on my on my on my upper lip my little mustache mole my friend my friend my little mustache friend um because that's all scabby and gross and my face is still red so <laughs> um i'm dying um and i had botched botched plastic surgery everyone and now i'm a monster no it'll it'll go down but it's just because it was kind of years between doing it that it's like what is this why have you shot needles into your face sam what are you doing with your life that this is a thing that you think is acceptable to do the answer is um i'm a broken and damaged person please don't please don't judge me so that was um that was that was the only thing i did wednesday i literally have done nothing this week except so brenda was really sick last week and she continued to be pretty sick this week but she's gotten much better as of late um so she was throwing up essentially daily and sarah took her to the vet and she's just kind of like she's getting better she's desperate to go outside today she's like she's like i like outside why are you doing this to me it's warm outside and it's sunny and i want to go play in the sun and bully the other cats in the neighborhood um so we're just sort of yeah um and then i got really bad diarrhea this week um <laughs> spoiler alert um, I don't, um, and so someone was like, someone was like, oh, what did, what did you get? And I was like, well, I think I got what the cat got, but you know, that is what you get from open mouth kissing your cat's butthole. Um, 
And I told that joke. I've said that joke so many times. Um, so you're welcome if you've heard this for the third time this week. But I said that to my friend um, the other day, yesterday at lunch. And she was like, wait, did you did you actually do that? <laughs> like, of our friendship circle, I'm the least likely to have to do that, to have done that. Um, so that was... Sometimes you do a joke lie um, and it seems as if uh, it's very, 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 very plausible. And that is one of those situations. Um, So Tuesday and Friday, I literally just had diarrhea um, and did nothing. Uh, But I did do a wedding request this week, um, which was fun. Sometimes, um, Sometimes I leave them too long and I forget that they're there. And it's just sort of like, I feel like I need like an official form to fill out a wedding request because then I have like a form that says we want this instead of just like, um, like in a paragraph of an email. Um, but it's something I'm working on. I'll figure it out and I'll probably like write it down. Like the other day I wrote down all of the ones that I had to do on post-it notes and I was like, oh, this is so much easier. This makes my life easier because then I could see them. Life. What is it? Tedious. Um... So that was that was exciting. And then Saturday I woke up and every 10 minutes I was just sort of like pooping lava, like just a, just just an open faucet, just sort of like drip drip city in the big city. Um and I was me and my choir were meant to do the Eisteddfodd at 1 and I woke up at 8 cuz I woke up at 4 had <laughs> just like horrendous lava coming out of my bum hole. Um, and that my beautiful, 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 perfectly rose pink bum hole, um, that on other days is wonderful and a sight to behold. But this week has not been so nice. I'm single, so I'm definitely trying to advertise my wares at this point. Um, and so this, um, it's hairless, it's hairless, like a little baby shark. Um, and so this week, yeah. And so I woke up on Saturday and it was just horrendous. And then I woke up at four. And then I woke up at eight and then I was like, I don't know if I can physically do this. Um, and I was taking um, Imodium like it was going out of fat, like it was one of the drugs that are now fashionable. Like it was the like it was the new weed. I know drugs. I know cool people. I'm cool. Look at me. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm definitely cool. I'm not. I'm a loser. I'll never have any friends. I'll die alone and be eaten by my cat. Um, so I was like, oh God, how, how am I going to cope? Um, I, I ate a couple of bananas and I was like, cause it was my house to the bay and it was, it's a 40 minute walk or, or I could get a bus or I could get the train. Um, and I was like, oh, I could get the train cause it's a 15 minute walk to the train station and there's a loo at the train station. And then it's just two minutes in the train down to the, to the, to the bay. And then it's a five minute walk to the next toilet. And I was like, that could work. That could really, really work. Um, and then I was just like, nope, nope, that's not going to work. Um, and I got a taxi in the end and I got there at like 1130 and I was just like, I'm just going to walk around and keep going back to the toilet. Um, and there was, there was a, a toilet attendant there the entire time. And I was like, yep, it's me again. <laughs> just shits McGee just coming here to dump a load off and, Hope for the best when I get on the main stage. Um, yeah, so I was taking a modium at every at every turn, um, and eating bananas and I kind of I got through it and by the time we got round to sort of one when we were meant to be on, I 
didn't it was all kind of clogged up and I was fine um it was all sort of clogged up I stuck half a banana up there and you know the rest is history the rest is herstory um so <laughs> so we sung live on Radio Comrie um and my Welsh was um no comment and we did it and then we went to Weatherspoons for lunch and that was great and then I walked home and I had horrible cramps on the way home because I couldn't fart <laughs> so the life of an artist is essentially just hoping the life no I should rephrase that the life of an artist with IBS is essentially just hoping you don't poop yourself at any given time so um next week I'm going on tour with Music and Hospitals um, as previously mentioned, I'm playing with in a bunch of old people's homes, but it's all the way down in Devon. So I'm spending about four hours in a car every day uh, for the next four days from about Tuesday to Friday. Um, and <laughs> so hopefully I'll survive, but I am staying with Sarah's parents, which is really exciting. Um, so the, the main flaw with this music hospitals tour is they give you 36 pounds for... Um, for like an overnight for like a hotel um which is fine if you're staying at like an ibis budget or something or you book in advance at like a best western or something i don't know i don't know hotels but i just remember always being ripped off by everything that wasn't an ibis budget um but if you're in deepest darkest cornwall and everything there is like a bed and breakfast for 180 pounds because it's the middle of august um it's the middle of school holidays and you're literally just going to like seaside like cottages or whatever um seaside towns i'm gonna go to the seaside i'm gonna get so tan everyone um yeah so i'm staying with sarah's parents which is gonna be great i'm so excited um mainly because i've been to sarah's house before so we um dogging cat sat for them i think two years ago uh and i treated it as a pretend holiday and i was like i'm on vacation and everyone um but it's gonna be because it's there in St. Austell, so it's just like a 20 minute drive from everywhere that I am, which is really nice. And then it's like two hours on the final day, it's two hours to the, the um, place that I'm performing. And then it's just like an hour back to Cardiff, which is kind of breaking up the journey quite well. I know I'm going to have to get a lot of snacks and then I know I'm going to eat all those snacks on the first day and have no snacks for the rest of the time. Um, but if you have any good suggestions on car snacks that will not melt in the sun that work really well um for uh people <laughs> people recovering from chronic diarrhea for a week uh let me know i hope i dropped a dress size this week that was my main thought when i was like going back and forth to the toilet i was like i'm gonna be so skinny when this ends i'm gonna win a miss america pageant oh yes um I tried on some clothes this morning. Um, can report a little bit looser. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> so my other um, kind of points that I have to point out, because uh, I had to like go back and listen to it. And honestly, I would recommend listening to this on double speed because it's a delight. Um, was heart regulation. So um, my G, I want to say third octave G, has been really playing up recently. Um, I can't tell if it's the new string or if the G second octave is the new string. Um, for those no non-harpists listening to the podcast, fuck you. Uh, 
so I'm just trying to figure out like which one which one is really going out. Um, but I think it's the G, G two, um, G three, and I know how to like tighten the pin, and I know kind of like vaguely how to how to slightly like tweak my harp so everything slightly stays in tune. But I'm just sort of like, should I just do a harp regulator course? And just learn harp technician course and learn how to be a harp technician. I feel like that would be a really good side hustle. Plus, I'm quite butch. So people would be like, I trust Sam with my harp. She's amazing. She also owns a sledgehammer. Um, you know, like I can lift a harp. That's like half of it. I can lift a harp. They're all men at this point as well. And I feel like it would be important for me to break into a male dominated industry again. <laughs> Again? What do you mean? You're not in the kind of music industry. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> she's she's tired now. <sighs> um, yeah. So that's that's something because it's like three hundred pounds, like every year, every other year. Um, and if something goes really wrong and I just need it to be fixed, like for the majority of it, like the mechanism, I'm like, yeah, that looks complicated as as all hell and I would probably lose a lot of screws on the way but like for the other bits I'm like well I could replace a paddle rod that doesn't seem that difficult you just need a friend and a bunch of pliers and I have one of those um it's a bunch of pliers in case you were wondering so so that's one of my one of my main thoughts should we do what did what did I learn what did I learn what did I learn this week what did you learn Sam um, did you know I sing that every single time? It's not a it's not a dropped in thing. I just keep singing it because it's easier than finding a recording of it. So this week, um, this week I had a phone call from Cardiff University Business School because they're putting on like a thing and they wanted a quote from me. Um, and instead of like dropping me an email, she called me, which I think was her big mistake because I'm a chatty Kathy. Um, <laughs> And she was just sort of like, she was like, oh, it's here and it's it's in the museum. And I was like, oh, I did a I did an art installation in the museum back in back in February. So all the staff know me. And oh, I'm on the Cardiff University. Um, I'm already on the the um, the suppliers list anyway. So paying me would be very easy. And I already did this event for the midwife conference in September. Oh, and I already do this and I'm probably cheaper than anything you're you're getting at this point and I probably have more experience than anyone else in this specific thing. And oh yes, I was the resident harpist at the Hilton for the last for 2014 to 2016. Thank you. Um and I just sort of like I realized this week that I'm very good at selling myself. Um and if if this whole harp shenanigans doesn't doesn't <laughs> this shenaniganza that is me playing the harp at events doesn't pan out particularly well um i have no other skills uh so that's gonna be fun uh i'll probably lose my job to automation they'll they'll make robots that can play harps <laughs> that was the one thing watching westworld this last season where i was like oh i'm okay i'm okay they can't they can't play harp yet they can't play even in this brave new world Doris can only play the piano and that's okay that's fine and she can only play that Gershwin song so we're all right um yeah so that was that was really nice uh being able to be like oh and I can do this just book me already literally just book me um but I am very cocky and I feel like um 
I feel like that will be my downfall in the end. Someone will discover that I am incredibly, incredibly penisy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My hubris here is overconfidence. Or the presentation of overconfidence. Either way. Either way, she books. Um, and that's, that's what I learned this week, is that she books. So, that's it. Um, thank you for listening, dear friends and enemies. Um, I have been the woman who haunts your dreams, the woman who changes all the light, light bulbs in her home to energy-efficient light bulbs, um, Sam Hickman. Please feel free to follow me on every social media at Sam Hickman Music. Um, don't know why you would, but it's always nice. Uh, you can check out my YouTube, Sam Hickman Music, um, my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook. Um, oh, and slide into my DMs on Instagram. I like that. That's fun. I mainly have all of my interactions nowadays on Instagram and Messenger, which is a blast. Also, there's this one cute boy that I follow that, like, we keep liking each other's things. Like, already? Just come on and tell me what your intentions are already. Like, stop playing. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Thank you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>